And on that note, welcome to Disagreements, the show where we can't agree to disagree, and this week it is the title fight. Oh yes, it's not even proud of every that music. I'm showing you the title without for no apparent reason. In a... Don't sing John Cena's music. Well, that's his... I don't know. Oh, I was just doing an orchestral... I wasn't going to carry on. Anyway, yeah, so welcome to the title fight. Darren is now currently presenting, in a non-visual medium, in a very jangly medium, uh, our title See, belt. It looks like a weightlifter's belt as opposed to a championship belt. And that's because it is! But! Is, is the it pair of, it's actually a weightlifter belt. Wow. Yeah. But with the pair of imagination, <laughs> it says it's not about the actual belt, it's about what it represents. This represents whoever holds this, even though I will be taking it home anyway. Whoever gets to hold this for the 10 minutes after the podcast represents that you are the best, <laughs> because we're all equal footing, we've all won one. This is, the, this is always going to end this way. Mm-hmm. There can only be one. Yes. For this week. For this week. Yeah, our very first title match. So we've got some good... Um, it's the, We're doing the format from the second show, which is the three scheduled rounds, three random rounds, our final round, and should it come to it, a random tiebreaker to decide who is the best arguer of us. So and who gets to hold the, the title belt that says York. York. York, which... Do we know what it stands for? You... Overly rambunctious king. Okay. What you, does it stand for? You, you overly rambunctious king. I don't know. Just... <laughs> okay. I thought there was... No, no. no it's just York. Because it says York on it for some reason. Just reasons. York. Well, you lived in York. So it's while. more fitting that I take it home, really, isn't and it? And I own it. And you look <laughs> the strongest. So, you know, there's... We've all got a claim to the throne. <laughs> yes. Other than the fact I actually literally own the belt. Yeah. Other than this. Anybody. <laughs> I've actually paid money for the belt. Yeah, pretty much. It is anybody's. It is. But so, anyway. Yeah, let's get on with it, shall we? So shall. into the first round... Uh, which is between me and Joe. So yes. Darren, of course, you will be timing us uh, to keep us under ten minutes. Judge Judy and Executioner, if you if you like. Yes. Um, time us to keep us under ten minutes for our argument uh, on the topic of the worst thing about the paranormal. You go first. I'm going first, am I? Okay. I might have the same thing as you. Right then, Darren. You're on judging duty. Mm-hmm. You're whistling the Doctor Who theme. That's totally not the worst thing. Anyway. Tell me okay. to start. Three, two, one, begin. Every, every way from, don't do a backing music, every way from Sunday. Psychics. Keep it going. Stop it. <laughs> Psychics every single day of the week, um, purely because they are con artists. They're not supernatural. The thing we should probably point out about the supernatural is, yes, there are some very strange occurrences, but of course, as logical human beings, we all know that there is... Either some science behind it, or it's just pure coincidence. Psychics, however, prey on what can only be described as other people's emotions and turn memories of of dead relatives into cash, which is ethically, morally repugnant. Um, now, mm-hmm. having got family members who believe in this shite, I know firsthand how they can play with that emotion. Um, to give you a case study, um, I actually never knew my biological grandfather on my mother's side because he died years ago um, and recently my mum didn't tell me she actually sat me down the dinner table and said oh just, just I know you, I wasn't supposed to tell you but me and your nan saw a psychic I was like why did you give me this charlatan money uh, to essentially tell you things you want to hear um, and that's that's what annoys me they just tell you things that you want to hear mm-hmm. and yeah it makes the money I mean the best people who ever blew this thing wide apart and you actually showed me this of all people Joe uh, is the Penn and Teller bullshit special on psychics where they genuinely get 
um, a psychic in uh, who does an entire cold reading, who gives tells everybody what they want to hear, and then right at the very end goes, oh, by the way, I'm actually not psychic, I'm an ex-con man. <clears throat> Seriously. Like, right. does, does the entire show, and then right at the end goes, yeah, I'm not psychic. Then they get the actual, like, claimed to be 100% official psychic in, yeah. um, and they get her to do a reading, and she does it bang on. She tells the people what they want to hear. As it turns out, um, her publicist actually personally invited people uh, with recently deceased daughters to come in so that right. she could conveniently say, oh, your daughter's here, actually. And getting the whole story, it shows you um, what happens when she's fishing for information. So, like, she comes out before the show and greets everyone and says, oh, thanks for coming. Mm. Uh, and she, she just straight up asks one of the blokes, like, who are you trying to connect with tonight? And he goes, oh, my mum. And he goes, oh, she goes, oh, okay. Oh, hang on a minute. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is what's the, who's the first person she comes to when the show starts? Him. I've got your mum here. Funny that, innit? And it shows you their techniques of like saying something a bit characteristic about somebody, and if there's no response, mm. going back on it instantly. So she said um, to this guy, "Oh, your mum's here," and she's very quiet. This guy's this face was just stone dead, and uh, she she then went, which is so not like her. And then the guy beams like, "Oh, it's so real." It fucking annoys me because it you, you can't pry coin out of hat people's hands for fucking. What is just meddling with people's heads, making them believe this fucking tripe? I will stop there. Oh, you are. <laughs> Jesse? I'm going to show you something. Oh, again. Yeah. In one respect. Oh, okay. Oh, I'll put you in love the blanket over the city. Oh, the cards again. In one aspect, I'm yes. going to back you up. In the All second right. aspect, I'm going to have a different argument. Okay. okay. I'll show this to you, Jazz. <laughs> See that? Yes. All different. Yes. They are all different. That's a genuine request. That's a genuine. Right. So I mean, say stop. Stop. It's just there. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. So you want, now you're going to set the next one down. Yeah. Because. I'll take it. Okay. Take it down. Make sure to gasher. Show it to Mike. That's the one. Okay. You got that. By well, the way, guys, a card trick's happening. I'll we show you the microphone. Yeah, I should probably. You got that. Yep. Yeah. Put it back in. Anyway, I'm going to put it there. No, I'm going to put it there. That's my choice. It's my choice. I'm going to look at you. Judging by your reaction, I'm yeah. going to tell you what card you chose. Go on. <coughs> now, because you're quite open about it, yes. mince the black card. Ooh. Usually if it's a red card, people will be reserved. Like, no, nah, you can't do that. You can't. You can't right. So because you're open about it, yes. it's a black card, the hardest thing to do is guess the number. Put your yeah. hands out. Both hands. Both hands are out. Both yep. hands are out. Both hands are out. It's a middle-of-the-road card. It's not really low, it's not really high, it's not a picture card, it's a middle of the road one. I'm going to say it's a 4506. It's going to be a, f a 5. It's a black 5. Mm. It's a black 5, easy enough. The hardest thing to do is to guess whether it's a clubs or a spades in this case. Right. And 9 times out of 10, you got to guess. It was a 5 of clubs. It was the 5 of clubs. 100% yeah. sure. Now, this needs to be that you know. Yeah. That was bollocks. Just made all that up. Right. That was, I knew which card you had two minutes ago, so it was just a matter it's of still good, bullshitting uh, it, and then I believe. it and then making it look like, uh, you know, yes. that I knew what I was on about. Right. Be one. It was just like a hand, that was all. So in one respect, that's how Psychic works. Yes. You go into the, the arena, knowing predetermined information, mm -hmm. um, and then use it against you. It's called hot reading. Now, I'm sure you've all heard of cold reading. Yep. It's so hot. Yeah. Cold reading is... is a little bit opposite. In that case, 
cold reading there would have been if you'd have responded to the four, five, or six. Yes. Then it would have been one of them. If I didn't know which card it was, I could have used that to go off. Right. It was giving you a limited options and judging your reaction to get which one it was. Mm. That's how it's, I'm just backing you up in. Like, that's how psychics work. They will. I was going to say, are you arguing yeah. for him? I know. I'm <laughs> there. But my argument against that sort of thing is I hate psychics and supernatural as much as the next person. Yes. And the reason they ruin it is because I've been a connoisseur of magic for a number of years and there are magicians out there who yes. claim supernatural ability right who claim to uh, be able to do ridiculous things like walk on water or read your mind and all this bullshit right and it's not possible mm. it's not possible at all but they make people like me who can't use camera edits and quick edits yes look stupid right so when I go to a pub yeah and do card tricks someone will say well, I'm just going to think of a card, read my mind. Obviously, you can't do that. Don't work right. like that. Don't work like that at all. Okay. But then when they see it on TV, when they go home, and Dynamo's walking on water, Fucking Dynamo. or Chris Angel's disappearing into fire, yep. not coming out. it's impossible. It's just a camera trick. But they claim that they can do these things. Really. There's no camera tricks. I really am walking through a wall. I right. really am jumping through glass. And they make us amateurs look even worse. Okay. It wasn't hard enough to impress with 52 pieces of paper. They've made it even harder. And that's my problem with the people who claim such ability. Right, so you're arguing for it makes... Makes that the, the real people who do it manipulative, like, like Penn and Teller, who will say, yeah, we're duping you, we're lying to you, but it's all in the name of fun, because it's a skill we've perfected over the years. So you think, you think the problem with the paranormal stuff is that it takes itself too seriously and therefore it, takes way too it ruins the kind of fun... It ruins the fun aspect the of the magic and okay. that, that mystifying ability. Yeah. So you both got side arguments, so I'm going to throw... This everyone is like, we haven't got much time, right? Yep. Why, why is yours worse than, than, than Joe's? Um, I'd say I think Joe's got a solid point. I just want to don't tell the green no, with each no, no. other. No, 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 no. He's got a solid point about because like if some of these guys have got livelihoods to, that depend on that kind of thing, and then you have got people like Dynamo going, "Oh no, I genuinely am magic," which is he's from normal. Bolton. No one from Bolton's magic. Dynamo, in, in respect, he can do a lot of the the sleight of hand, but he, he, but he don't he don't say that he doesn't deal in occult yeah, but, say, but like Chris Angel you regalia do but here's the thing Dynamo has never come out and said I'm going to talk to your dead dad your dad says he fucking hates you like you know you'd be fucking annoyed Yeah. and this is the thing it's like people get yes people get told exactly what they want to hear when they go for a psychic reading <laughs> that doesn't help anybody past the grieving stage it does not <laughs> losing somebody is bad enough um, to know that like if someone was just going to say, oh, if you want, I know somebody who could get in contact with a Floyd. Like, no, let mm. me deal with this. A human fucking being. Mm. So I can get past it. So I can live as a person who's had these things happen to me. But I don't constantly have to claw back at the past. Whilst at the same time, lying in the pocket of somebody with no discernible skills. That's why I think it's worse. Mm. And why is yours worse than, than mine? Although that is a bad thing. I do hate psychics more than anyone. I think the lowest of the lowest. Yes. Um, agree with each other. No, no, no. But I'm going to say I picked a good one to be fair. You did, but in a, in this respect, there are more people trying to earn a living amateurly from mm-hmm. sleight of hand uh, skills, which take years to perfect, right. as opposed to charlatans, which don't take that many years to perfect. I've studied the techniques. I know the way they work. Right. And uh, although they are advanced, 
they're not as Where are you going? in depth as these. I'm gonna get a pad so we can do the scores. Oh, yeah, yeah, through the scores. Right. Um, okay. Uh, there's more people depending on it than there is on that. That will, in some respects, will bring comfort to a few people. I don't agree with it myself, but right. a lot of people okay. say, "Oh, that's a charlatans because it brings me closure and all this stuff." And it works for them, fair enough. That's a solid it point. Don't work for a lot of people, but okay, it works for them. So there's more people depending on this than that. Okay, I'm gonna stop it there with ten seconds to spare. Right, you made a very good point at the end about because I do think that again, while I don't agree with it. There are some people who are going to actually find it helpful to be like, you speak to the dead. You yeah. can think it's... it's Those idiots. But if it helps them, yeah. then then it is a, it is doing something yeah. slightly... It's, a, it's an over-reliance on it. If it's just a comforting thing, like a closure thing, that's okay. If they then go and say like... If it's like then goes, she thinks you should spend all your money on lottery tickets and then you go spend all your money on lottery tickets, then it's yeah. bad. Yeah. But... I still do think they're the scum of the earth, so I'm, a, I'm afraid, Joe. I understand perfectly. The, yes, get I think I, it wasn't a case that I, that's my genuine feeling anyway. I think he argued yeah. his point very well. It is true, it's um, very true. And if any of you would have said ghosts, you would have won, because ghosts are the worst things. Ghosts. Yeah, ghosts is bullshit that's as well. Bullshit. Exactly, that's what you should have said, you would have won. Um, okay, who's next? Brilliant. Um, I believe the next fight on the agenda is, it's, it's me again, but uh, it's me word. versus you. What, agenda. 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 I don't know why. Oh, um, I've got a pen to write the things down. I, I picked up that uh, pen you've got over there. There's no pen in it. You've taken the pen out of the pen. Is it the side? I opened the other side. It's just a, it's a blank nub. Is it? <laughs> He's used to handling them, so he knows when he sees one. Oh, fucking awesome. There we go. Right. Oh, a pen! I can actually. Oh, <laughs> don't What's worry. That? Nobody impresses me. Wow! A blue car! Who's <laughs> <laughs> a pen? What a dumbass. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Well, we've established that Michael cannot handle pens correctly. Um, so that's a good start. I, I feel my chances are high of winning this week. Well, <laughs> one point for me so far, anyway. Okay. Uh, so it's now me versus Darren on topic of... I'm so excited. Of, uh, of best media that we like, but nobody else does. And we've got to try and argue... Ooh. With like, good. who's got the better sort of like stranger okay. interest? Okay, I'm not going to let you will. Just, just as a point of order, are you going to be going down to like a singular film, or are you going to be branching out and doing something? You'll have to wait till the fight. I'm afraid. Okay. Why? Are you, are you rethinking your decision? No, because I am going quite. Can you start so I can then? Yeah, I'll start. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Joe, your time goes keeping us in check, asking us questions. On the topic of best, uh, what should, should we just call it best obscure media interest or something like that? I don't know. I can't think of a thing you thing you like that no one else seems to. That that'll do. That's punchy. <laughs> <laughs> that works for me. They call the, bl- the bus that never slowed down. Michael, I'm off. Okay. Tokusatsu. I know it's a it's a word. Tokusatsu. Tokusatsu. It's a word that makes no sense. Hear me out. Listen. 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 Who here in What's this that the listen, 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 now that's San Francisco. Um, oh, he could eat more. Yeah, I know. Right, hands up in this room who watched Power Rangers as a kid. Me! Yeah. Who, hands up in this room who still likes that kind of thing? No, because no, we grew up, Michael. <laughs> no, here's the thing. It's still I awesome. Didn't. No, it's still awesome. Oh, you're going to talk about Kamen Riders. Yes, I am. Oh, that's yeah. that's a part of Tokusatsu, anyway. Yeah, so those who didn't know, Power Rangers comes from something called Super Sentai. Super Sentai comes from Japan. Uh, where Super Sentai is just one part of this world of Tokusatsu. And it's really cool. 
Because if you like Power Rangers and the fighting and the explosions and the monsters, and you still like the fighting and the explosions and the monsters, your Avengers, your Pacific Rims, for example, Tokusatsu is still pretty damn good. I'm obviously a big fan of Kamen Rider first, which is excellent. Um, Kamen Rider's great uh, for people who grew up with Power Rangers but don't want to go back to Power Rangers because it's a bit kiddie. Because the American version tried to be kind of like cool and edgy and it, it, it hasn't aged well. And the newer series are a bit shite. Um, whereas the Japanese version of uh, Super Sentai is more aimed for children, which might explain why the last one was literally Train Power Rangers. Which was, mm -hmm. it was as bad as it is, seriously. And the current one. Oh, what's the current one we've got at the minute? Oh, what's the current one we've got? Um, it, oh, it's Ninjas again. But yeah, Trains, we had on the last one. Sorry. See, I can imagine there, he's like, Joe and they used to call the Zords forth and yeah. like, come out the Earth. I want to mention the Earth opens up but then a virgin train. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, you're not far off. Oh, that's that. <laughs> it's. I'll show you it later. Does the bullet train comes shooting out, like, like jumps I, off a cliff. I, like think, the I think the bullet train's like the sword. It's really, it's bad. They have a bullet tooth. Bullet tooth? Bullet train. <laughs> bullet train sword. But yeah, th so you've got that, and that's more for little children. So, like, you're in between stuff. Like, and for some reason in Japan, like, past the age of 13, anything goes. And in what? The world, no, seriously. Uh, oh, so, so when you're aiming oh, yeah. stuff at thirteen-year-olds, you can say bastard and shit on air, and that's fine for kids' shows. Like their thirteen-year-olds are older than our thirteen-year-olds. Yeah, that's in, in, if you know what that's I mean. how it works. Yeah. So like you've got cool shit. Like um, one of the previous Kamen Riders, Kamen Rider guy, was all about again. Hear me out. Um, the plot is that like, there's this city, and at the middle of it there was this tree, the Idrisil tree. Uh, that is the gateway to another dimension. The Idris Elba tree. Idrisil, not Idris Elba. Oh. <laughs> That would be better. Then I would watch it. <laughs> I'd watch it if it was Idris Elba just fighting monsters. Oh, it's Pacific Rim. Um, uh. And the, the plot of that is that these kids get into like these competitions and it's basically a parallel for the warring states periods in Japan. So you get like lots of like armies of monsters fighting each other by the end. It has some of the best fight choreography I have ever seen on like a daytime kids TV show. Are Done. You, you're stopping me there? Okay. Three minutes, isn't it? Three minutes, it is, yeah. Is it three minutes? It used to be three minutes. I get like five to rant about it's like you, because I don't give it. Don't worry, I've got this. So, click resume, Darren. Oh, I'm okay. so excited for this. Go on then. Right, because um, I find, yeah, people think I'm going to pick wrestling because I always pick wrestling, but I'm going to fight against stereotypes, and I'm going to pick a movie that I adore, that I don't understand why people hate it so much. And that is Godzilla 1998. Right. <laughs> now let me talk to you. I never thought I'd win with Carl Rubber. <laughs> no, actually, actually might. Let me talk to you about Godzilla 1998. Godzilla right. Now, everybody that I know, I have never met anybody, and I mean this sincerely, I've never met anybody who even thinks it's good. They all think it's a waste of time, and it's a piece of shit, and all this stuff. It's a fun. Yeah, there we go. Let's just leave that one there. Shut up. <laughs> I, but that doesn't compute. And I'm not trying to be like... Like, like, I know, like, for example, what's a bit crap that I like? I'm aware that, like, Rock of Ages is a bit stupid and a bit weird, but I like Rock of Ages. But I understand. I don't understand why people hate on Godzilla 98 so much. Let me just talk to you about what you get in Godzilla 98 as a comparison piece to the one we had last year. Right. Which was one, awesome. Yeah, I enjoyed Godzilla. Yeah. Right, Godzilla doesn't show up. Full-bodied. Here is Godzilla wrecking stuff until the final act. Basically, what is essentially the last scene? It goes on for a while, but it is the last scene. You see his foot at the 45 minute mark. You see his back underneath the water for like a good solid 20 minutes of him swimming. And then he finally turns up and has a fight and he's a bit overweight and right stuff. 98 Godzilla 
He's at the start. He's wrecking New York. You see bits of him. They do a bit of Jurassic Park. You don't really see him in full. You see him on like a little bit of a shitty TV, like video camera. The old Cloverfield. Right. That's what they call it. But there's another movie it's much better than because Cloverfield, you don't see yeah. him until the last the last second that's of the movie. The idea. No, no. Like, that's for intrigue. Yeah. That's like if you watch the porn yeah. and it was all Which like... The, the porn. If you watch the, the porn and it was all foreplay. Yeah. It was all like... And then just as the shaggy was about to start, you got like too good for us and it stopped. Yeah. Like that, that's it. <laughs> Done. It's just like real life. And they all get... <laughs> so everyone puts the clothes on and walks off. That's Cloverfield. That's Godzilla 9. That's Godzilla new one. 98. He's wrecked the city. Second big Godzilla scene. Godzilla's there. And he's running away from the, um, the helicopters. Then the third scene. He's back again. They get more helicopters. They've got submarines. And they blow him up. Then you get the bit with the babies. And then they're running away from, they've got the babies in Madison Square Garden. Then Godzilla's back again at the end to try and fight, you know, chase after him. They get him in the bridge and they kill him. Hmm. That's what? Five scenes of Godzilla, well, four scenes of Godzilla and one of babies messing it up over a two and a half hour period. So in that two and a half hour period, you've had five monster battles to the one you got in the new one. It's fan. Also, oh, the bit if you saw it on the news where he kind of had a fight with his foot. That's no fun. Now, I will admit, and we need on three minutes. I am on three minutes. Go on, okay. you've got a couple of seconds. Later. I will admit that seeing him fight monsters is cool, but it wasn't done well enough in last year's one to eclipse the, okay, yeah, him fighting helicopters. They had some really cool shots, like, they were implausible, don't get me wrong, it's a stupid movie, but, like, the bit when he's like, where the fuck okay. is he? And he's underneath and he goes, rah, 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 and eats him. Are we getting cross-examined? Okay, what I'm thinking. Yes. God, what's the origin story in 1998? Uh, he's an iguana okay. that is on like the French uh, Polynesian it, it islands. It's, it's told clearly. It's kind of. It's kind of. It's hinted at because in well, Cloverfield, yes. the reason it's not seen mm. because they were setting it up for Cloverfield Two, which could explain things like the origin story, where it, it came from, where it goes afterwards, mm. uh, and there is a scene in there that that sort of. As a hidden extra in that's right. Fielder. Right. Um, whereas the last year's Godzilla had a very intriguing origin story, and they fit that within the film itself. Right. And had a full-on story around it as well, well regardless of the destruction. To I'll, that point, I'll try very quickly before you do. I, I, okay, I obviously want to win, but I will say <laughs> that Darren's got a point about Godzilla 2014 being a bit too drawn out before we get to the good shit. Oh, but yeah, it's I'll still the better film. But yeah. but but. but I, I think I, I think directly comparing Origin in the new one and 98 is irrelevant because they were two different movies. They had to set up a different Godzilla. Godzilla in 98 had to be set up to fight the military. So it made sense to make him a result of military... like they, It was a result of nuclear testing that uh, mutating in the guano egg. Mm. Whereas in the new one, we had to fight monsters. You've got to give it a bit of why is he fighting for us instead mm. of trying to kill us. Which is, so 98 more... I'm going to use big air quotes here realistic whereas the new one had to accommodate monsters so mm -hmm. that's why that's my point about origins michael what, what i would say to that, what I would, no what i would say to that is that we're, if we're gonna have big monsters like godzilla why not go whole hog and have the big fucking monsters i reckon if 98 had have got more monsters and actually made godzilla look like godzilla it wouldn't have been 100 percent terrible it's the fact that unfortunately like we got really boring uh, like human characters in the new one 
but they were more believable. And you know what? Whilst mm. Brian Cranston was on screen, you did kind of want to find out what's going on. Yeah. And you did feel bad when his wife died. But in your version, I can't even remember the dickhead's name, but that's a lot of fish. That's what that's, we That's um, um, uh, Ferris Bueller. Um, Ferry, no, I forgot what it was. calling Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller. Matthew Broderick. Matthew, has he got Matthew Broderick in his um, gaggle of cunts going around? To that point, you also have Jean Renault as the cool French guy, and you have Hank Azazia, who's like half the Simpsons cast, and he's like being a New Yorker. And it's, oh, most of the Simpsons cast is in Godzilla '98. Homer's there because he's the news. What Dan Castellaneta's in it? Yeah, Dan Castellaneta's there. Huh. Um, Lisa Yardley Smith's in it. Um, uh, Hank Azaria, the guy who plays oh, who's the other one that's yeah, like, yeah, one but, who plays Homer. Yeah, but now we're piggybacking. Why we should like 98 off yeah, the Simpsons, yeah, whereas okay. I can tell you the Carmen Ride is better because no, Carmen, yeah. because the, you get what you want every week. Monsters, monsters, yeah, you get one different monster every right. single week. Transformations, yeah, you get one every other couple of weeks with a series like Game, like yeah. a new rider was introduced every other episode, and you get like cool characters that you really want to root for and go through changes leading up to big. Climatic final battles, you can watch this as it comes out from Japan with good subbing groups. There's a fantastic community around Tokusatsu. Okay. It's a tough yeah. one. Yep. Because. Can I make one more point? Just one quick one. Go, go, go. Say what you will about last year's Godzilla, it wasn't fun. And say what you will about 98 Godzilla, when it was fun, it was fucking fun. That was a fun two and a half hours. I don't think it was No, fun. it wasn't serious and it wasn't fighting monsters, but it was fun as a summer blockbuster. Okay, this is a difficult one. See, I loved Power Rangers when I was a kid. But you grew up. Then I grew up. But what I hate now is, that look, is when I see things that I watched 20 years ago and they've changed dramatically and it's like, it sort of ruins childhood. Now, that show which you've shown me, which you have shown me in the flesh as well, it kind of reminds me of the, the slayer of the TV world. You know what you're getting every time you watch it. It's just going to be an interchangeable one character, but the rest is the same. Right. But which is a good thing, because then your childhood sort of carries on, doesn't it? It's like, if I watch that now, it would reminisce, and I'll be like, oh yeah, can like, so, like, like Yeah, like the video I put in my article on um of the Baron Gaim fight at the end. Beautiful. Holy crap, that's some good-ass fighting. It's I exactly you that, that fight off it that was about 20 minutes long. Yeah. Sort of like daytime television. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. It's going to have to be Mike. Yes! I'm sorry, Darren. On my way to the belt. Oh, no. <laughs> Not only do I get a win with sidekicks, I get a win with carbon riders. Yes, thank you. Why do people hate 98 Godzilla? Because it sucks. It's fantastic. It's so much fun. It's not really, though, is it? It's so good. It's a lot I don't get it. I think it has Watchmen syndrome. People are just painting what they want from Godzilla as opposed to judging on I think more movies. people are apologetic of Watchmen than friggin' Godzilla 98. No, because oh, it's not in with the mythology. No, because the mythology's stupid. Oh, they didn't have to put the mythology in the new one, and they kind of edited it, and it was kind of good. It's just it's just an analogy for nuclear war. Essentially. That's all it is. Yes, that's exactly horror. what it is. But it's not, it's, oh, it's this deep, rich fucking mythology. No, it's not. It's just give, it's give, a big dinosaur to break stuff, and he did. Give me Godzilla destroy all monsters every day of the week, where he kicks the ass of the Zilla. 98 Godzilla, otherwise known as Zilla, in 10 seconds flat, and he knocks him into the Sydney Opera. It's fucking bastard. incredible. Anyway, yeah. We digress. Sort of. So, next up, a uh, final scripted round before we get to the randomizer, which should be fun, uh, is worst modern video game practice. Now, this could be anything uh, from uh, community practices, development practices, publishing practices, uh, any facet of video game development critique 
whatever you want to go for, guys. Because uh, this one is between you two, between Darren and Joe. I shall be timing, judging, asking questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have got ten minutes, and Darren, you haven't gone first yet. So I, I haven't. Think it's... Okay, I'll go. Do you want to go first? Yes. Yeah, cool. Okay, then starting from now. Now, I was going to go with microtransactions because everyone hates microtransactions, but they tend to be in games that you can lose your free to play. You can ignore them. You can grind out. You know, you don't have to do them. My thing that annoys me is season passes. When you right, they always come out with the new game and say, right, we've got a lot of cool stuff coming, but we're not going to tell you what it is. Give me 20 quid and it'll be cool, trust me. And that's a very bad practice that I think is going to continue on and on. Because, right, I'll give you an example. And not from a game I dislike, a game I really liked. Far Cry 4's season pass was like the path of the yetis and you get like all this stuff. So I was like, cool, what's that going to be? Do you think I could find anywhere any information on what this game is? Like, what the path of the yeti is going to be? If it's going to be, like, a one-mission deal? Or is it going to be, like, an entire, like... Is it going to be, like, Undead Nightmare, where the entire map is changed, it's over and we yetis, and it's a paranormal... Or Blood Dragon, an even better example. Is it going to be like that? Or is it going to be one mission that they tied up a bit and put a yeti in? The vagueness of it annoys me. The fact that they're expecting you to then lump down £20 for that. And there's some that are downright scandalous. Evolve, if you want to play as the four monsters, I think, you'd think, since that's all it has, is the monsters and the online play, that you would have all the monsters up front straight away. Especially more than three, which is a petty amount of things anyway. I was expecting five plus, not three and maybe one if you want to get the season pass. That's ridiculous. Now... Give it a year, and you can see, oh, okay, I see what everything is now. But then the season passes expired, you've got to buy it all separately. So, it's like, it's even worse than pre-ordering. Because you have no idea the depth you're going to be getting for the £20 you're laying down. And they'll always try and get you with, like, that little, oh, exclusive to the pre-order, to the season pass, the coolest possible DLC you can have. Locked away, you've got to spend extra for it on nothingness. And that's my argument. That's pretty good. That's pretty concise. Uh, I'll come round to questions that we heard from Joe. Come round. Hey. Joe? Three letters you don't want to hear. DLC. Right. Oh, very, very similar, but go ahead. Yeah. Um, I come from an era when DLC did not exist. Mm-hmm. What the so did we. What, no, you didn't. You, I've got seven. Yeah. You, we had a what? PlayStation. <laughs> PlayStation didn't have DLC. Oh, you seem like a lot younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Master System. I didn't have DLC. You didn't have a Master System. I did have a Master System. Well, it was... No, it was called Master Look at System. Him, of course, yeah. he had a yeah. Master System. <laughs> 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 I remember Alex, kid. Anyway, go on. Well, the, the point is, developers, they usually have to make a game, or put something make in one game, and sell it to everybody once, and that's it, and that's all they had to do. And based on the strength of their game, people would buy it, and it would, it would make money. But then... DLC has sort of freed them, freed the developer of both of those limitations. They can make a whole game, break it off into lots of little pieces, and sell it to you in bits for the same price as a whole game would cost. Or they can make half the game, give it to you, and then continue making it, and make you pay for it again. And I, that doesn't seem sort of right to me. I don't think... I mean, the Mortal Kombat one, which is Mortal Kombat X, which comes out like today or something. The DLC for that. I think is it's a couple of months away, but never mind. It's not. Is it not? 
Oh, it's soon. Oh, it's this Very month. Soon. Oh, it's this month. Yeah, it's this month. Okay. It is April, isn't it? Yeah, it's April yeah. now. <laughs> April fills its mark. Don't. <laughs> and the DLC for Mortal Kombat X is it's an extra four characters for some like twenty-five pounds. Right. Twenty-five pounds. Thirty dollars. So Jesus. Dollar bills. You do get Predator though. You get Predator you do get and predator. Jason. Uh, which to people like me would sort of justify it because I love Jason and Predator. But then if this was ten years ago, that wouldn't happen. They would have to give it all away in one. But now because of technology, they don't have to and it sort of feels like the player gets a bit screwed over. Right. Okay, that that's a pretty good midway point to start the questioning. So Thing about season passes. Mm. Now, I get where you're coming from. It's a bit of a shady practice. People like Ubisoft, I know, really bad for this kind of thing. Yes. But there are instances, in my opinion, where season passes are justified. So any of the Telltale games, for example. Right. Um, things that are released episodically like that. I mean, okay. what's are you including episodic-based No, because I think that's, that's a different deal. Because that is... An episodic game that's a new genre that you're talking about see i think to differentiate between the two yeah i think there are people i think dlc is a lot less corrupt than season passes are at the current state of things because again to draw back to red dead redemption if you play red dead redemption offline and never once knew there was a season pass you have a complete game DLC works best when you've already got a complete game, but if you really, really liked it, you can go and get Extra, you can go and get Blood Dragon, you can go and get... Um, but you feel somewhat compelled to do it. And that time that they took to make the Extra yeah. patch, they could have been working on another game, another complete game. See, this is this is the question I was going to come to you with, because the thing, again, the thing about DLC is that, it, like, Evolve, in my opinion, is the worst example of this, because it's like... They hadn't even announced the game. They hadn't even shown any footage. They went, oh, by the way, we've got some DLC for this coming. I'm like, no, work on the game. But um, I noticed you've got Shadow of Mordor over there. Yeah. Now, one of the DLC packs of Shadow of Mordor is where you play as... Uh, slide spoiler alert. You play as the... I don't know exactly what the character's called, but it's something in Frodo. The elf. The elf. You get to yeah, play as the elf. Now, that's sort of part elf, part yeah, human. Yeah. yeah, so you get to play as the elf in yeah. events before Shadow Mordor. That's mm. obviously had to have been developed after the main game. Yeah. If that had been released, say, in about five months' time, after you stopped playing Shadow Mordor, and it brought you back into the game, and you were kind of like, oh shit, Shadow Mordor, that was so good. I'm so glad I'm playing it again. Surely that's a plus. But then how much would that patch cost? For the extra DLC. Well, 20, I mean... 20 pounds? Well, 20 pounds more like a season pass price. If you're paying for one block, it will actually just depend on the game. Yeah, um, it could be 10, 15 pounds. I think it, it's dependent. I mean, the, the ones for me that, like, again, justify DLC in my eyes is Borderlands. You get a complete game on disc, uh, and there's no DLC at launch. Sure Apart from, yes, they do games. offer yeah. a season pass. But then that DLC doesn't launch the day of. It launches five months down the line when they go, okay, we've actually finished this brand new area, these brand new weapons. And then they could use that new area on the next game, which then again you would pay a single fee for and get the complete game, as opposed to making you pay again to play something you've already played to bring you back because they've already lost you. So you'd be arguing against, not the nostalgia factor, but revisiting titles? Yeah, because they could be working on something new. It could be something completely different. And I understand some games will need DLC and patches. Right. A lot of online games, I used to play World of Warcraft for a living, mm -hmm. and that's dependent upon sort of yeah. DLC, if you want to call it but that. But 
Well, the thing is with DLC, because they're building upon pre-existing structures, they've already got the game there, they're just adding to it. Yeah. They can get it out a lot quicker. But if they took your, well, the traditional approach of, we finish this game, we're never going to get the new one, that could be three years away. Would but it not be closer three years than it would be than five months spent well, on no, the but DLC? I think, I think the general speed of which you can develop games has increased now. Now, obviously, people like Rockstar willingly and happily take their time to make sure everything is perfect. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they but that's can, worth it because you get GTA 5, which is a Good point. Piece. But, I mean, like, right, for example, with GTA, about a year after it launched, they then got Ballad of Gay Tony and The Lost of the Dam, which was both really good. Mm-hmm. Now, if they hadn't come along, then you would have had an even longer wait to get to the new one with know? nothing in between to really fill the gap. And if, then if, if they hadn't been working on that DLC for a year, then you could get GTA 6 a year sooner. Well, maybe, but you just don't know that. They, well, you, you don't know. But it's, I'm saying it's that time. I would rather have, like you said, say I've said, right, I know some DLC is coming in six months. There's no season pass attached to it. This is a complete game. Right, I can use Batman for this example. With Arkham City, they said... Um, they didn't announce the DLC at launch. It was like, here's your pack. You had the Catwoman stuff and the Robin stuff, but they were like game exits. And there will be DLC eventually, but you need to get special editions. Then they came out and said, right, yes, we have Nightwing DLC if you want that. And I was like, seven quid for a new map and you get to play as Nightwing is basically Robin. Mm. But Harley Quinn's Revenge is coming like this, like, you know, summer. That was was one-off payment. It was fairly cheap. Fine. Then Arkham Origins came out and it was like season pass day one and it had you you'll eventually at some point in spring get the trials of bruce wayne dlc mm. cool what's that i don't know we ain't worked on it yet mm. probably something cool though turns out it was just a few more challenge maps and you got to be bruce wayne instead of batman who was essentially batman just dressed up as bruce wayne right very quickly last question to both of you name in your minds the single worst example of of, of your chosen thing and tell me why that's the worst that can be right okay I know I, I know Destiny's bad but I haven't played Destiny so I can't speak but I'll give you my most recent example okay um, WWE 2K15 season pass day one Paige who's, a, who's been on wrestling there for a year she was clearly ready to go because she was there day one ready to be downloaded but was she was the champion at the time you have to get the DLC. You have to get the season pass to get the most important new women character in the game. That's ridiculous to hold back somebody that prominent. Now, if it was somebody you know, kind of cool or a legend that wasn't not strictly relevant to the game, cool. But that was just that was a blatant. We we're holding content because we want people to buy a DLC pass with some vague like we'll get this storyline, but we won't tell you who you're going to get downloaded. Bullshit. Okay. So season pass suck. Chill. First of all, how fit did Paige look at WrestleMania? My God. <laughs> My God. <laughs> she's from Norwich and she's 21. We yeah. could have conceivably gone to Norwich University and talked to her. I'm Think very, on that, Michael. I'm very aroused. But you didn't. <laughs> good. I'm very aroused. That's no, good, Twitch. Hey. <laughs> Nobody will. Left him hanging. Yep. Skyrim. Okay. I love that game. Played it for many, many hours. When the DLC came out for that, which has been like three, four different DLCs, because I love that game so much, I feel compelled to buy it, which is the exact arguing what, against what I'm arguing for. That shouldn't have to be. Just because I love it so much, I shouldn't have to go back and revisit it. I should wait for the next one. But because I did, I sort of felt 
a loyalty and they were sort of cashing in on it. They were cashing in on the amount of fans that they've got to go back. People loved it so much to go back and buy it and it worked because then... But was it I not did. good? It was okay. It wasn't right. any different. But I would much prefer to wait for the next Argonia or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Cool. And to put all the work into that and then have a complete game in two years' time. Right, I'm going to call it there. So it was very close, mainly because it was very similar. Um, but at the end of the day, I do have to give it to Darren, mainly mainly because I still think that ooh, I still think that DLC as a practice needs refinement. But there are some brilliant examples of yeah, DLC out there. You have to rely upon the publishers, not be bellends. Yes, that's exactly yeah, it. Yeah, I think I mean, when you get companies like EA and Ubisoft and whoever develops ding, 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 uh, ding, the 2K ding, game, because that's fucking stupid. Um, it was 2K. Was it 2K? Yeah. Hey, um, like 2K. That's retarded. But then you get people like Gearbox, um, who actually genuinely work on the stuff for Borderlands. Um, Koei, like for the Dynasty Warrior stuff, they genuinely know what the fans want. So they say, okay, we know this is a fan favourite. You'll know getting the fan favourite if you want him. If you don't, that's cool. He's in the next game anyway. That's how it works. If so they do microtransactions with Star Wars Battlefront, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, well, it's EA, so it's probably going to happen. But I am looking forward to Battlefront regardless. So I am losing. You are losing quite badly as we enter the random fight. Run. Oh, man. Godzilla 98. Godzilla 98, you Philistines. <laughs> right then, so we enter the random round. Since this is a title fight, we're going to be doing the three <laughs> random rounds. <laughs> oh, God, I'm ready. Things can only go worse. Things so. can only get better. Please stop. Anyway. Can only get better. <laughs> so then. When I'm round. <laughs> So who wants to go first for the random round? Me and you, Michael. Me and Darren. Me and thee. Okay. Oh, that means we've got two in a row. Our, our randomised topic for me, me versus Darren is... Weather. Oh, fuck's sake. How, how do you want to do this? Um, worst weather. Worst weather. The worst weather. Or the best weather. The best weather. Which one do you prefer? Decision. Best or worst? Oh. I know my we, could go, we could go a weather opinion piece as well. Weather opinion piece. <laughs> weather opinion piece opinion it is. I've got this. I've got this in the bag. You've got this in the bag. Okay, then. Oh, uh, where's my phone? There it is. Okay, so, Joe. All right. No. T- time us, ask questions. We've got... Right. Should, we, should we say five minutes for the randoms? Oh, yeah. I've knocked it off. That's fine. Okay. Oh, you... I'm sorry. Fat fingers. You're the worst. Right, there you are. Right. Opinion piece. You have lovely fingers. On weather. I do have lovely fingers. Mm. <laughs> Child's fingers. Uh, yeah. what? <laughs> okay. I'm going to let you stem for a second. No. Go on, Mike. You go first. No, Darren's going to go first. Why? Because Darren says he's got this in the bag. Quite I've got this in the bag, to be fair. Go on, then. Go on. Gone. Me going first a second. Go on. Do you know where everyone says, oh, snow's magical and wonderful? These are false <laughs> statements. Do you know what is magical and wonderful? Fog. <laughs> Fog. Ignore <laughs> <laughs> so the jazz hand. I'll get to this. Fog oh. is the best weather known to man because instantly... Everything becomes cool and interesting and windswept and awesome. It does. Uh, if fog crawls in there, you're like, uh, no, and I don't mean mist. You know, the effeminate cousin of fog. <laughs> but it's a bit, oh, it's a bit hard to see. I mean deep ass fog. <laughs> you cannot see oh, two foot in front of you. There was some badass fog last week. In yeah, the first you did, don't you? It was really now, badass. When you're driving, it's terrifying. Yeah, but it was awesome. That little corner there, man, you yeah. turn. There was cars so I couldn't see shit. With snow, you're not in control of the vehicle. That's where the danger comes from. Fog is just, I can't really see. I'm going to have to rely on my reactions. Knowing the car's going to be fine with whatever you're acting. 
It makes everything cool, everything looks interesting. It's just the best oh. thing. It's ev it changes <laughs> everything. You step in on your fog, it's gonna be a good day. There's your pencil. Michael? Okay, <laughs> follow oh, fog. Since we seem to be going down the worst route, I'll stick with the worst route. That was the best route! Oh, sorry, best route. I tell you what, it's opinion piece, isn't it? So yes. I can go down the worst route. You got either one. Okay, so you've got fog, that's all whimsical. Have you ever felt a punch from the sky? I'll tell you what it feels like. Badass fucking hail. It's the worst. Yeah. Like, seriously, like, I've, have you ever known just the atmosphere try to attack you? Like, you'll just be walking down the street, you go, oh, it's a Looking a bit dark up there. Bam! Hail! Raining on your ass. Giving you slight bruises. Now, you haven't prepared for this kind of weather. It looked generally yeah. okay. An overcast but somewhat normal day. You're wearing a t-shirt. You're going home with bruised arms, my friend. Hail is the absolute worst okay, motherfucker. Yeah. It's the bastard cousin of snow. Because, as you pointed out, people think snow is whimsical. Ain't no motherfucker that likes hail. Someone True. looks outside, and hail has got an Ooh. intimidating fucking noise as yeah, well. You hear, you hear rail. No, but you hear rail. You hear hail on like a roof, especially at school. If you're at school, you hear hail on the roof. You're like, ah, oh, shit's going yeah, down. Yeah, what school, he's just done is punches a massive hole in his own argument, probably with hail. If you're outside, hail does suck. If you're on the inside, and you can either, <laughs> you're like. Oh fuck! No, that's intimidating. It's excited. Yeah, yeah, but you, you hear, yeah, but like if you were in school, you hear that five minutes from home, so you think, oh fucking, I've got to walk home and no, I'm gonna get the shit no, kicked out of me. No. You distract. It's a wonderful distraction. It's not a distraction. Much like fog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving the witness. That's the thing about fog. It benefits nobody in any way. Nothing gets better with fog. Meaning it's kind of irrelevant, but it just makes everything cool. It's the same either way. If it's, you're inside or outside, you can, yeah, exactly. Okay, it doesn't make your day mean. worse. It doesn't make you know, it doesn't make your day worse. It makes it a whole lot cooler and more interesting. You feel like you're in a film. It's atmospheric. It's like there could be werewolves over there. There could be a unicorn. I don't know because there's fog. There's a thing about atmosphere though. You you create a whimsical atmosphere. I'll tell you the fucking atmosphere when there's hail outside. Fucking fear. There ain't no atmosphere. There ain't no atmosphere. You don't get fearful when there's fog. You said it could be whimsical as it well. It could be, but it could also be goddamn terrifying. Jason Voorhees could be in the fog, but you don't know because there's fog. Yes, but hail is it a serial killer? Is it a unicorn? Fog. Yeah, but hail's worse all the time because there ain't no there's no doubt in your mind the second you step out into hail, Stop there. you're going home with bruises. Stopping there. <laughs> Got very. This escalated quickly. It did. That's a Much like fog, which we come You're clearly quite enthusiastic about fog. Are you questionably enthusiastic about fog? <laughs> <laughs> no, it happens so rarely that it gets it me does. excited. You never see fog, then it gets a. You wake up in the morning, it's like, oh, it's a foggy day. It reminds me of that film, The Fog. It <laughs> was a piece of shit. It was a piece of shit. It was John Carpenter. It was the trees that did it. Um, oh, and that's the happening. That's the happening. Sorry. Mist is like fog. The effeminate no, cousin. It is. That just implies it's going to be a bit of a rainy day if there's mist now fog. You don't know what the fuck fog can mean. Is it going to be fucking thundering and lightning? Is it going to be snow? Who knows? Fog. I thought the thing had stopped. Anyway. Sorry. Like, I'm, I'm genuinely enthusiastic about fog. Jesus Christ. Uh, see, I, I empathise with you because the other morning, six o'clock, it was bare foggy. <laughs> and <laughs> and I, I, asked, yeah. I sent a text. I was like, what, I've got badass Dude, fog in this meal, Lance. Yeah. You don't go, Check oh, isn't it hailing as shit now? I do Are like you just picking hail because it sounds like your girlfriend? No. I, I picked the worst one. Why would I then try and make a reference <laughs> oh, to Oh, this has got a bit Freudian. Okay, yeah. here we go. Freud, don't think a Freudian. Harsh Freudian. The man who doesn't understand the concept of Sigmund Freud. Well done. Yeah, didn't that is a bit Freudian. What, hail? How's hail a bit Freudian? Picking no, the worst thing. Associating it with your missus is a bit Freudian. No, if I associate it with my mother, that'd be a bit Freudian. That's what Freudian is. 
Who talks about girlfriends? Other psychologists? I don't know. No. I'll anyway, fog. <laughs> Regardless. It's a bit of a foggy subject. Oh, dear. It's got to go fog. Oh, oh god, god damn it. Noise. Michael, I would have continued the point if you were trying to fog off. <laughs> I would have stood the slow claps and like, there we go, this one. It was, your, uh, it was your sheer passion for fog. I was, I was, even making I, I was concealing this until you did the point. I have a standard fog tweet, which is, uh, it looks like Silent Hill out here. And I do See, enjoy it. See, you make you about all these really cool things, because fog is the shit. I can't believe we just fog genuinely talked about fog's, fog's bollocks. The fog's bollocks. <laughs> Darren wins life. There's no way to play puns. Okay, so. You two next? Give yeah. something good. Man. Okay, I'm gonna hit that. the good shit. Give the good shit. Let's, I'm getting this the good shit. That ice cold. No. Let's face it, we are gonna do any better than fog, uh, but you guys now have to talk about bodily functions. No! <laughs> Either the best, worst, or opinion piece. Fucking hell. What do you reckon? Oh, I can go with this. Do you reckon the best bodily function? I think you should go for that. The best bodily function. No, let's go for worst. No, Be- best. No, because best is gonna. <laughs> I can't think of because we all know okay. what best is, but <laughs> worst is open to debate. I'm gonna go for let's go for worst. I'm feeling worst. You wanna go worst or do you wanna go I've best? Got a good. Can we go opinion piece? Yes, opinion, opinion, opinion piece. One for the best. Opinion piece. Opinion piece. Opinion piece. Yeah. And we will start with Joe. This is the bodily function that's not known to many people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm instantly intrigued. But it is possible. It's a way to clean your belly <laughs> via piss. <And laughs> it's really good. It was originally conceived in, in Viz magazine many, many years ago. Um, I like where this is technique. Going. I will show you. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> what it is, you wait until you really, really need a piss. And then you check, see if you've got any smegma which is the scientific term for knob, knob cheese. As you probably already know, because you probably have got it. <laughs> Excuse yeah, me. It's, it's going to get, it's going to go down on pretty quick, I'll warn you. Oh, well, this we are already get, getting down. This is the cliff part, this okay. This is going low. Oh, right. Yeah. Now what you do. This is going to get odd. Say, you, say you've got a little bit of knob cheese, just lingering, just one piece. Lingering, just, yeah. Just one, just think, oh, bit of knob cheese. And you've got a dry bell end. <laughs> oh, no. I can't touch it, because that's weird. So, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna get some moisture on this bitch. That's what you're gonna do. So you always need a piss. Feel it. It's building up, and then just while well, you've got a flopper, you can't do this. With, disclaimer: you can't do this with a boner. It needs to be dick. No dick claimer, surely. Dick claimer <laughs> needs to be relatively flaccid. Oh, we've left the world of fog puns. Dick, dick claimer sounds like the best '80s action hero. The best fog gay '80s well. action hero. Oh crap. <laughs> Fog's years ago. We get <laughs> fog. We tell you it's fog. You're going uphill quickly, and then you squeeze your tip of your. <laughs> Darren starts to roll back in his head in a right. slightly orgasmic pose. Pinch the end. If you got four, oh, you need foreskin by the way. So juice. So juice. Pinch this uh, the tip, and then you start pissing, and the piss will collect. In between the area between your japsi and bellend, a uh, japsi and foreskin, sorry, until physics takes over and it can st- stay no more <laughs> and it <laughs> explodes, thus cleaning your bellend with your own bodily fluids. Good night, England. <laughs> that was a painful two minutes. Um, what? You even? Da- Darren, can we, can, if, we've, if you've not been broken, can we hear your 
opinion piece on bodily functions. Talk about sneezing, but it feels. <laughs> what? Right. You can't follow that with sneezing. No, I can't. You have to go gross. No, let me just tell you about. Do you know the worst thing about sneezing is people that don't sneeze. <laughs> no, no, no. You'll know exactly what I mean in a second. No. Joe, what's the best thing about sneezing? Not sneezing. <laughs> no, this is the worst thing about sneezing. People who sneeze. Yeah, you know, there's, there's the normal people who just go, Phew, get the area. Point down. Or my person face, put my head in my t shirt and just poof, down. Right. No, there's no way. Then there's the Triple H method, which is to go boom and just get it out of your face. Then there's those bastards who go, ah, ah. <laughs> Have you sneezed? Yeah, I've sneezed. It's still gone. Really? Yeah. Those people wind me up. That's basically it. They go all the build up. They give you all the... Ah. Ah. Showing uh. <laughs> like... It's like a, a premature ejaculation of, of sneeze world. Of just all this build up. All this... Te- it's like oblivion. Uh, Alden Towers. It's all the build up. And they just instantly over and it's boring as fuck. You know what I mean? There's many varied ways you can sneeze. Why go for the most boring one? For example, my nan used to say bless you while sneezing. So she'd go, bless you, bless you. So she was twice as efficient as all of us, stupid idiots. So yeah, sneezing. You might as well just call this right now, Michael. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's going to get any better. Joe gets the points. Hell yeah. That's the worst it, point we've ever awarded. I know. It was it was cringy. That's and the it, lowest But points. it was... Thoroughly entertaining. Was my sneezing impression not entertaining? No. No. It's called a Dutch strawberry. (laughs) (laughs) If you'd have said that during the argument, I wouldn't have even listened to that. I forgot about that. I forgot the name. (laughs) Dutch strawberry. Oh, that's gross. Okay, so let's get me and Darren sorted out now. If we can recover from the pissing ground. um, Joe won one. Yes. You won a point with pissing. Pissing. (laughs) Now he's got a point of pissing. Darren. Hey. Oh, oh, yeah, sorry, it's me and Joe. Yay! Uh, I could re-roll, but we have gotten uh, other people's pets as uh, as our topic. Why Okay. Okay. So, Darren, you'll be timing us, making sure we keep under the five-minute mark, asking us questions if you've got time. Worst thing about other people's pets? Yeah, I'd I'd go for worst. I'm going to go for worst. Should we go for worst? Yeah, I'll go for worst. Worst it is. Beginning. Starting with you. Me. Worst thing about other people's pets is people automatically think that you're interested in seeing pictures of them. They'll give you the phone. Or if the subject comes up of dogs or cats, get on the phone. Oh, look at all these pictures that I've took of my cat. Now, you all know someone who's done this. I've done this. It's usually me. But I realise when I'm doing it, and then I only show one picture of most. But I had a very cute cat, so it's reasonable. Right. Yeah. But I'm going to think that. But then there's people who think you need to see it in different poses. You need to see where it's been. You need to see it walking. You need to see it eating. <laughs> but then they must realise at some point that you've lost interest. Mm-hmm. But then there's them people who they don't stop there. They still carry on showing you pictures of their animals in different poses. Oh, look at this one. He got in my bed with me. Look at this time that my cat. Oh, look at him. It didn't look like a human. No. It's like a cat that you took a picture of. That you showed me that you clearly overstage you're welcome with mm-hmm. but they continue to show you but then I think the people need to realise that there is a point one or two pictures that's fine if it's a really cute animal if it's, if it's a bog standard sort of you know Yorkshire Terrier I don't really bother no but if it's an awesome if it's pretty if it's, if it's a good looking animal Siamese cat fuck off yeah Something like that. Oh, you know oh, I mean? oh, want me no further? Yeah. Oh, that can fuck right off. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Mr. 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 Biggles. I'd rather see a snake 
Ooh, that's another thing. Why don't no one show you pictures of exotic animals? Look at my tarantula. Is that going to be your thing? No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, uh, was tarantula your thing? No, no. If, if somebody said, look at my trash, you'd be like, I'm going home. <laughs> Do you want to see my python? No, no, I don't want to see your python. <laughs> you tried that before, now get out. <laughs> Michael? Okay. Here's the thing that annoys me about other people's pets. When other people's pl- pets do plets. plets, when they do shit that annoys you, and obviously you're in somebody else's house, you don't want to disrespect them, you don't want to disrespect their pets. You don't want to kick their dog. You can't kick their dog. You can. I've done it before. I know you've done it before, but you're, you're an unfeeling human being. But anybody that goes, against, that goes with sort of like normal social stuff is that you go, oh, yeah, and you like, try and accommodate what the dog's doing. Yeah. The thing that annoys me is when people don't take notice of that, when, say, like, if my dog was humping someone else's leg, I'd be like, Sam, what the hell are you doing? Get the fuck off the leg. Um, but, like, some people go, oh, look, he's playful. We like. So I'm like, get this fucking animal off, mate. You'd say, Sam, tell that dog to get off his leg. Yeah. <laughs> the thing, it's, it is most common with dogs. As much as I love dogs, if they get a bit playful, you should then have the right, as a rational human being, to take the dog and go, get the fuck out, throw it, kick it, hit it in the face, do whatever you need to do. If it's any other sort of pet, especially if it's like a cat, and cats are fucking vicious if they scratch you. And if, no, they can be. They, they can, can be. be. Cats are yeah, if, if cats, if cats, a very dangerous rodent. If cats get territorial and they scratch you, and the owners go uh, and like try and make a joke out of it and don't then remove the cat from the situation, mm. that's being a that's a fucking stupid thing to do. Especially if an animal starts attacking you. It's like no cunt takes out the python. As you said, just python. Right. And if it latches onto your arm, somebody goes, oh, look, he's friendly. You think, no, get the python off that dickhead's arm. So it should work for vicious little poodles as well. It should work for every animal. If it's playing up or doesn't agree with a guest, don't leave it in the room and expect us okay. to deal with that shit. Good, good talk, Michael. Uh, any closing remarks, Joe? It depends how awesome your pet is to justify pictures. That's my right. closing argument. Not every got, pet needs no, pictures. No, not every pet needs pictures. If it's a, a sort of run-of-the-mill black and white cat that's just average, it's seen a million times. Owned, owned by a postman. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to see pictures of it. I've seen Still. it many a time. But if it's a cat with a weird face, yeah, get that out. It's cross-eyed like the one in uh, Mounting of Life. That'll do. <laughs> oh, the cross-eyed cats, yeah. <laughs> Any closing remarks, Michael? I don't feel like I need to say anything else. Like, we've all been in a situation where somebody I else is... I the day that you'd say that sentence. <laughs> well, I don't think we need to... I don't think I have anything else to say. Oh, my God, we stopped. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. You've, we've all been in one of those situations. Where you want to stop talking, yes. Fuck off. And <laughs> where we all want to get rid of an no. animal. Exactly. That's the one. That's yeah, the okay, okay. No, yeah. Wait, I'm going to give the points to Michael. Yeah! Hey, yeah, Joe... You brought up many a good solid point there. It is very annoying when people start getting your thing. But having gone through the torment of having... Because I don't like fucking dogs. And I tell everybody I don't like dogs. And I make them aware of this as I enter their house. They don't like dogs. Do they unlock the dog in the kitchen? Bollocks let the dog in the kitchen. It's up in my face. It's licking me. It's biting me. It's fucking... Oh, he's just playing. When you're pissed terrified of dogs, there's no other thing that's playing. They're fucking... Ah. Yeah, so... Sorry, John. It's so, it's he, so touched, he touched. He touched a very raw nerve. And yes, I did want to kick a dog downstairs. <laughs> I dog didn't was mean that? to. Who's dog was my that? friend Harry's. Oh. He was walking in between my legs, and I kind of just instinctively. And he went. Nice. He was okay. He walked around. He's probably not brain damaged. Maybe I don't care. Um, 
Yeah. Final round time. Now, what's, the, what's, the, what's the, the scores on the doors? Uh, as we go in, I'm currently leading with three. Oh, You've got two, you Joe's got one. Now, the thing about sorry, Joe, the, the final round. The <laughs> thing about the final round is that it does count for two points. It so does. it is possible the Joe could come level, Darren could steal it, or I could have a really impressive victory. If only I had a fog. <laughs> if Can I, I talk about Raikou again? I noticed that the Raikou hashtag didn't take off. Yeah, justice for Raikou didn't, uh, <laughs> didn't, didn't take, uh, uh, take flyers. Damn it, I was going to bring those DVDs the next time I came around here. I do apologise. We could have all marvelled at Raikou. Anyway, so now we're going into the final round. Hashtag justice for Raikou. No. Um, which is, this is a bit of a broad one, so this could go any way. This, this is really all to play for. Uh, worst public etiquette for our final mm-hmm. round. Um, a ten-minute round, which we all oh, actually, I've got one. we all participated. Um, if you guys are ready, I am ready. So we're going to start with you, Darren. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, okay, then. Again. Uh, the <laughs> public etiquette. Okay. Starting with Darren. <laughs> the ten minutes begins now. Off you go. It's a tiny bit of a stretch for this being public etiquette, but since it only ever happens in public, it seems up a pro. Right Fair enough. The thing that annoys me the most is when you're at a gig and it's coming to the end. You're like, fantastic. But of course, you know the encore's coming. Which is the single most annoying piece of public etiquette that I know. You know they're coming back out. They know they're coming back out. <clears throat> so why do we still, like, go along with it? Why don't we just go, right, instead of wasting our time for five minutes, you walk off and you're like, come on, give us two more songs. Then you come out like, oh, what a surprise. It's especially annoying when comedians do it. That Billy Condy flat out refused to do it because he's smarter than that. But like they go off for a bit and like everyone's like, come on, do us a few more jokes and they're like, oh, because it meant to be it, from when it was like traditionally done. It was if people didn't like the play, they would leave. If they were happy to see more, they would clap. Have you ever been to a gig where there hasn't been an encore? Or at least a couple we, of bands don't do it exclusively. But I mean, like if it like Motorhead, they don't say do there was yeah. potential for one, yeah. but people left. Have you ever been to one? No, it doesn't happen. So why don't we just abandon the practice altogether and get, you know, save the extra five minutes and get on the bus home. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Turner? Fog. Holding doors for people. What? Holding doors for people. Right. Or people holding doors for you. Okay. You're in a line of people. Pick up the door. Now, nine, nine out of ten people will hold it for the person behind them. Mm-hmm. Then you've got that awkward one. Hold the door. You see there's no one immediately behind you. But you look back and oh, there's yeah. somebody a couple of metres away and you think, shit, what do I do? Do I hold it? Do I just go? Do I this weird cusp. Yeah, but then, but then there's that, that moment when you think, shall I push it and then walk off? And by the time he's got there, it'll still be a jar. But then mm-hmm. you think, would that be stupid? It usually is, yeah. It is. And then there's the people who just don't hold it for you at all, who don't even acknowledge that you're behind them and just... Shut it with them as well, and that's the worst kind of person. And I think that's a lot of trivialities that go into a door. I don't think doors should be that complex. I don't think should even have doors. The triviality of doors. (laughs) Why should we not have doors? That's the new book by Stephen Hawking. (laughs) Well, I don't see why we even need doors to keep people on the outside. (laughs) Just 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 have removable walls. Yeah. (laughs) What about them? Really, things that they have in Jamaica. You mean the beads? Yeah. Well known so, for their yeah. criminal stopping power. <laughs> I would walk through them, but it's a bit inconvenient, a bit annoying when they're all up in your grill. No, <laughs> it's an option. Say, yeah. 
That's all I'm saying. It's an option, and it would negate the whole door holding confusion. For <laughs> look behind. Oh, he's two meters. So, but then you look at the guy, see if he's big. If he's big, you hold it for him. If he's a little weedy man, and you think, oh, whatever. So it's like on. a bank vault that have like three of them. It's like yeah. three big oh, well, doors. And that's another thing. You're following someone, and then he opens a door for you, and you go, thanks. And there's another one door immediately. What do you say? You can't say thanks again. Thanks. You have to say a no. If it was a relay, thanks. then you take that door. So he walks through to get the next door, and it becomes like a relay. That rarely happens in Michael. real life. It does rarely happen. Yeah. I was gonna go originally. I was originally gonna go with like the charity tots with the clipboards, but I thought that's a bit oh, too. Yeah. I, I thought that oh, was a bit too. I thought yes. that was a bit too obvious. Yeah. So I'm gonna keep it fair. Mike in hates the spirit, charity. That's what the, I'm getting from this. Yes, this I genuinely do. Yeah. Uh, but but I'm gonna go with something that annoys me, and I'm sure it's annoyed you. Now everyone in this room has been on a, a clubbing night out. Is that yeah. correct? Yes. Oh no. What? I know what you're gonna say. You carry on. Yeah, and we've all had to. We've all taken in quite a lot of drink. You have to make that drink has to go somewhere. You have to go into the toilet. Now it's bad enough that these toilets are badly uh, badly kept. What's even worse is that there's a fucker standing there with about 6,000 bottles of perfume trying to get more money out of you, but in mind it's expensing enough to go clubbing as it is, uh, just because he's going to sing a song about getting Dapunani, as they keep saying, mm-hmm. uh, and forcibly spraying fucking, what's that, gold bar cunt shape uh, thing? One million. One million, forcibly spraying, I'm like, mate, Buckle I don't know what they're bang. doing. It's like, oh, if I want to dry my hands, that's a pound. Mm-hmm. Fuck off! So I've got to use this shitty hand dryer. So I've either got to go, no, no, sorry, mate, I don't want you to have a livelihood and dry my hands on the least powerful hand dryer of all time, or I've got to completely blank him and go for the least powerful hand dryer of all time, or pay him a pound that I would have spent on getting home or drinking or having a good time just for him to go spray, spray, and one for good luck in the crotch area, and then have me a single sheet of paper towel so I can dry my hands but then I fucking hate that he'll offer you a chubba chub and you think that is, oh I want one yeah but not every not every one of them does it not yeah, every true. one of them does yeah. you get the shit the, the, I think the songs annoy more than anything oh, yeah. like the know. fresh note for the punani I'm like stop now once in a while they have made me laugh like when they go they've got one for every single aftershave like, like mm. no pakaroban go home with man then that they can occasionally crack a smile. But to return to the etiquette of encores, I'm really regretting my decision of picking encores because there's clearly much better things. Like, why didn't I think of clipboard people? That's annoying. Mm. Um, not to shoot my own argument, though. Yeah, still a good argument. But, like, think of the things you could have been doing with those five minutes. Mm. Yeah, that's all I've got. I'm pretty much out of this. Let's go. If you still want to vote for me, yeah, that's cool. We've missed a lot of public etiquette. Options like, like wanking on the bus. The fuck. Revolving that. My friend. Yeah. Why, why, why don't they let us do it anymore? Exactly. It's <laughs> all coming to you. Can't even wank on a bus. But saying buses have got doors, <laughs> and that's pretty much. Why do you think of car doors? They just have beads. <laughs> Quicker. Yeah, <laughs> Can you imagine just like beads yeah. flying there? Cle- <laughs> clearly, you know, I think. The olden days, when old people always say, "Oh, we never locked our doors." You don't even need <laughs> doors. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Darren's argument at the minute is you could save five minutes. No, but right, it is genuinely annoying that everybody knows what's about to happen. And Sometimes he, they don't. 
Have you ever been surprisingly? Haven't you know what would be uncle. great is if like they, they did the whole uncle thing, but the first band came out instead. <laughs> <laughs> the support band. We're starting again. It's it's just it's 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 something that is so redundant that holds no nominal value anymore that we could just get rid of, and I think it would just make everyone a lot happier. You can build to a, I know a little bit of it's like for flow of the music, so they can have like two crescendos. But it's just it, no, just no. I think you raise a good point. It matches a natural crescendo in music that, that you do have. Like no, I didn't mean to put it into the music. beginning. Dun, then another one. It's like it's 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 the a, cigarette a, after the sex. An encore is like a crash symbol at the end of a song. You expect it, and it's always there, and it, you can justify the whole punch solo there. But but you can still have that. If they did like a, right, now we're going to do the bit where we thank everybody, and then we're going to give you one more song. See, some bands right. do do it ironically, like Blink-182, you know, God rest their souls, because that band's dead in the fucking water now. God, I thought they'd all yes. died then. No, 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 no. What? <laughs> no, no, the, the He band. was okay last week. He was at last week. Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah. No, no, in, in their words, the kids are all right. No, that's the offspring, isn't it? Bugger. Anyway. Um, stay together for the kids. Stay together for the kids, that's the one. I, I, I'm confused the offspring that's not good uh, but they take the piss out that they go we're, we're, we're about to play uh, our third to last song so enjoy that we're going to go off stage for 20 seconds and we're coming back on as if nothing happened and bands do do that I, I think what your argument is more so for so oh we could be saving time just like it is this whole thing that the bands oh it's totally our last song see you both that everyone takes it so seriously I but, think it can be played for laughs yeah, if it's done entertainingly, that's fine, but it very rarely is, like... It, yeah, it's, it just it annoys me. <coughs> I'm sorry, I have a weak argument. You don't get it at festivals, either. Very rarely. You can't have it at festivals because there's that many bands on in the well, day. Well, maybe at download, but the other festivals... The main headline acts would probably do it. Yeah, probably. I think Metallica did it. Wouldn't be surprised. But they're fucking Metallica, they can do other one. Yeah, that, they are Metallica. Um, that's, and that's the thing, it is, it is okay. essentially more... Let's just stop picking holes in mine and argue your two. Fair enough. We haven't got long to do it, we've got like a minute. So it's one minute. Joe? The biggest problem, which I only touched on slightly, is when you go through two doors and you need to think of a synonym for the word thank you. That's What do you say? Thanks. What if there's more than, one, more than two doors as well? See, you think of two? If as Jews, thanks, West Midlands people, we have access to tar, so we do have, a, we do have an I option. I go for tar, but then because of my low baritone voice, people don't know I've said it. Tar. Ooh, it. Cheers. <laughs> Sorry, I have to say something else. I can't. I can't use tar. Which is different place. How many corridors are you on? It's grunt. Yeah, I'm following a man grunting as soon as he opens doors. How many corridors do you go down? with like three plus two. The one at the gym's got three. Are you just like walking in airport? Like, are you running at the office that Captain America's in? Yeah, Do you not spend time at airports? Just me? No. <laughs> Michael, it is annoying. It costs you money that you could be spending on improving your night out or getting home from that night out. And more importantly, half the time, that shit's knock off anyway. Waste of time, money, effort, space, breathing, and air. Bang on 10 minutes. So, this is the point where we vote for each other. So, in secret, on a phone, on a piece of paper, whatever you want to do, it's time. Or in your mind's eye. Or in your mind's eye. If Ironically, we did talk about the supernatural earlier, so that actually fits in. Uh, so, it's time to cast your votes. Are okay. you ready? I voted for Joe on the basis that his, his argument was funny. I voted for Darren on the basis that 
Uh, <laughs> but yeah, to be honest, that shit is annoying. It is, isn't it? I voted for Gash on the fact that I can use some wordplay and say no splash, no gash. <laughs> so that so means... So it's a three-way tie, which means it goes to a tiebreaker. No, it is, and I make the run. You oh. have four points. Oh, no, that no. means my... Max one. Wait, have I got four points? Yes, I have one! Yes! No! I am the first disagreement this chap! Oh! Oh, Darren, could you hand me my belt? Oh, this oh, is a wonderful moment. Oh, I have to give away my belt. Oh, yes! Okay. <laughs> I don't want to I do know. that because I wanted entrance music next time we come here. <laughs> Which means I get entrance music on the next one. Oh, I'm so happy! Looking clutch to the. I'd like to thank the Academy. I'd like to well, thank Well done, God. you are now. Um, you are an overly rambunctious king. That is true. And often the cap to you, sir. Um, this, this was good. This is the point where you did the egg trans so we can get it. Yeah, this yeah, horrible sure. nightmare that we've fallen in. <laughs> I'll be honest, I didn't think we could squeeze anything out of fog, so thanks very much for Mate, that. you told him to how much I like fog. So thanks very much everybody for listening to the first title fight of disagreements. I am your champion, Mike Owen. And of course, tonight, tonight we had Darren Guttridge, um, thegutridgelog.co.uk. Um, and we'll be having a, all you need to know about Deadpool, uh, Deadpool, Daredevil article will be up in the next week. Uh, lots of WrestleMania content. We broke our traffic record twice over WrestleMania weekend, so thanks for that if you're one of those people that came in. Come and have a look, it's very fun. Awesome. And of course, we have one of our staff writers, Joe Turner. My sign off is nowhere near as long as Darren's. No. We'll be here till next week. Good night. <laughs> That'll do. I meant a few words. <laughs> Any questions? <laughs> Keep it tuned to. Uh, Twitter.com forward slash foul. You don't PNC. tune the internet, Michael. Shush. Shatter. I agree. Shatter. Foul ENT on Twitter. Facebook.com forward slash foul entertainment. And of course, foulentertainment.com. We have content going up nearly every other day. We've started doing comics, which is so cool. Go check out Left Field. Uh, what else are we doing at the minute? Um, we've got loads of different series. If you like video games, keep it tuned for Death of Video Games. If you want to learn about the development of Foul Fantasy, that's our comedy RPG. You can go read the dev blogs. You can play the demo right now. Uh, there's loads of stuff. So that's foulentertainment.com. Thank you very much for listening to Disagreements' episode 4. And we hope to see you in the next one. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>